All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Jake, I want to start by, uh, I guess, pushing back on you a little with a question that I thought of during the week because I, I, I want to combine our last two podcasts. Um, in my brain, I sort of did it, and I want to just sort of verbally diarrhea it onto you to see if it makes sense. Um, and see what you think. All right, fair enough. I was with you with the combination, but now you're comparing it to diarrhea. Now it's now you've unsold me on this one. Oh, my thoughts are always diarrhea. All thoughts are just, bleh, you know, I could call it vomit. They just come forth. But uh, fair all enough. Right, here's, here's what I'm thinking of. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about Vice and uh, how awesome their show is on HBO. A little sensationalistic at times, but pretty, you know, it's in-depth and it hits a lot of stories that don't get a lot of coverage in the normal media. I don't want to say mainstream because that becomes sort of like this keyword for liberal or biased. All media is biased it, by by some term. Um, then last well, week, I mean, there's definitely conservative mainstream media too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it, a lot of it, they'll hit stuff that's not in the news or at least, you know, doesn't get covered extensively. I mean, there's certain... Topics where it might be in the news for two days, but then Trump tweets something weird and we completely forget about it. Right. They'll, they'll go do an hour-long episode where they actually go there and and and, and do things um, more in-depth than here's 10 seconds of a news story followed by 10 minutes of three jackasses on a panel that you've never heard of arguing about it. And, you know, then just going on to something else. And that, that you're right. That's what's nice about Vice, what's nice about Frontline, what's nice about documentaries, because you get an in-depth examination of one subject as opposed to, here's your 30-minute you know, news roundup of the day, most of which is Trump tweets, and then it ends with a touching local story, you know, like, and, and finally this kitten got out of a tree. You know, like almost every news story ends with, you know that that positive story that really isn't a story, but it's just sort of like ah, it's it made it's meant to make you want to tune in again because it makes you feel good about the world. Anyway, sure. so I want to combine that with where was I going with this? I've already forgotten. With we talked about comic book movies, and you made the statement um, that you don't want to have to sit through ten Spider Man movies to see one good one. Well, yeah, I did go see the last Spider Man movie, and it's the best of all of them. I fucking loved it. And I had two thoughts after I left the theater. And the first one is, I like comic book movies and movies in general, sci-fi, comedy, romance, action, because after watching Vice, you know, like all week, on the weekend, it's nice to just see something that's completely fucking fake. A guy that got bit by a spider and has superpowers. So that's, I'm not trying to justify why I like comic book movies. I just like movies in general, comic book. But here's the other part. You said you don't want to sit through 10 spiders. How many movies do you go see that suck? I mean, any movie, much less a comic book movie, is a crapshoot. You, you know, they, they advertise it like, oh, this is the best movie you've ever seen. Look at all the advertising money we're putting behind it. And then you go see it, and it just sort of sucks. It's not comic book movies. It's all that's movies true, that are a crapshoot. To be shoot. fair, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's fair, especially anymore when everything's a sequel or a remake or yeah. or something. But I... I, I honestly, to be fair, I don't watch a lot of new movies anyway. I tend to kind of wait till they come out on Netflix. And so I, I, I'm really not up on new movies at, at all. Um, I did just recently go see Wonder Woman, but before that, um, I, what was the most, I guess that would be Rogue One would have been the last one wow. I saw. Um, wow, wow, wow. 
Yeah, not a lot of new movies. Dude, movie theaters in New York City are fucking expensive. I mean, yeah, everything is kind of expensive in New York, but um, movie theaters especially are, are really goddamn pricey. I'm not saying they were dirt cheap in Iowa either, but... Um, yeah, you go to you go to a theater and it's like twenty plus bucks a ticket, and it I mean unless you get some cheap one kind of out of the way, uh, but it yeah and and you gotta you gotta sneak in your own food and drinks, man. Well, I've been doing that since I was a kid, but twenty bucks oh, is yeah. goddamn outrageous. Like, here in the Midwest, there's a theater. dude that's over two months of Netflix. Yeah, you know, that's, that's... and Netflix, I get to cook a meal, I get to sit here on a couch in a living room. I can pause the fucking thing. I can rewind it, you know, if, if I want to take a piss or whatever. I, I, I Movie theaters, I, I think, are not going away completely, but they're definitely not... They they don't they don't offer what they used to now that we got Netflix, man. Well, see, I disagree. That's movie theaters have stepped up the game. I don't know where you're going, but in the Midwest, um, well, I, I was just I was going to argue price for not argue price, but I'm I agree with you. The price is outrageous. Uh, there's a theater chain called Marcus here where they have five dollar Tuesdays. So that's when I go like five dollars as opposed to twenty. I'm saving fifteen dollars by seeing my movie. But here's the other part: you talk about. The, theaters understand that people are putting sound systems in their house and have big screen TVs. So when I saw Spider-Man, it was in one of those bistro theaters and the tickets were, I think 10 bucks, which is, you know, reasonable. And, uh, no, we went during the day. So they were eight bucks. It was the matinee price. And, you know, you got a waiter. Every seat is a recliner. Every seat, it's, you're not fighting with an armrest with anybody. Oh, nice. You have two big armrests. The, the the seat goes back, so you put your feet up. The guy can bring you a beer. I got cheese sticks. My wife got donuts. That's like, pretty badass. I've, yeah. I've never been to one of those, man. Um, well, even that, without, and, and that's, dude, that's worth paying the money for, honestly. Yeah, they, they, they know that people are staying home more, so they make it an experience. They're like, well, instead of going to dinner and a movie, why, don't, why not go to a dinner movie? Why not... It, because as as much as a home theater is nice and Netflix is nice, it still will never compete to seeing something like Rogue One in a theater with the best be fair, fucking I, sound, I, the digital, the the huge screen. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, that's I, I, I did that's have a like guy offer to jerk me off in the bathroom last time I went, but I don't even think he was an employee, man. I think that was just a coincidence. So yeah, that's you're definitely going to the wrong theater. Well, um. So let's let's uh, I don't I don't want to harp too much on that, but uh, listeners, we are going to maybe we'll start pushing it to the end of the podcast, maybe the beginning. Uh, let's bring it up right now. What Jake and I have been talking about the last couple of weeks is doing just like a weekly segment, something that you can always count on. And what we decided on is a underlooked, uh, overlooked mo- news story of the week, something that we think should have been reported better. We each get to choose one, so there are going to be two news stories. Um, that that we think you should know about, and Jake, you want to hit us with yours? Let's let's get it out of the way and see if we talk about it through the rest of the podcast, or maybe some weeks we'll at the end like, oh, by the way, listeners, maybe look into this if we talk too long. But today, let's let's jump on it. This is the first installment of Overlooked News of the Week. Jake, hit us with your story, please. I actually got one from back home in Iowa, man. Uh, mine is from uh, West Des Moines. Would be. Robber arrives early at banks, plural, to find doors locked. Yeah, West Des Moines. Uh, sometimes the early bird doesn't get the worm. 
Police in Iowa are looking for a would-be bank robber who showed up to two West Des Moines branches before they open on Wednesday. Security recording shows a man wearing a bandana over his face trying to enter a Marine Credit Union branch around 8.15 a.m., nearly three hours before it opened. Uh, Wait, police three started, hours? Don't all yeah, banks open a at 9 a.m.? Yeah, that's, that's what I... Th- well, he goes to another one, it says, at... 8:45, and it was uh, it was 15 minutes before that one opened. So I think it was just a weird bank. Like I've never heard of Marine Credit Union, so maybe Neither it's one of those where it's like ah, we we got two employees and one of them called in sick. Fuck you. We open at noon. But yeah, that um, uh, yeah, it, it's how do you how do you not check the hours before you go rob the bank? You know, seems like it that just would seems be like pretty right basic. Up at the top of the list, got a bandana, got gun, got note. What time does the bank open? And do you have a getaway car? Maybe not in that order, but yeah, you're right. It's 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 on the list. It's one of the important ones on the list. I feel like bank robber movies aren't doing a good enough job to uh, educate the public. I mean, there's never a scene where they're sitting around, uh, you, you know, googling the the hours for when the bank opens, and it's a very it should go without saying, but it's a very crucial part of your plan. But I, I, I think it, it sort of reminds me of an old roommate that I used to have that used to get high and sit around watching, um, like like those true crime shows where yeah. it was like murders, and like it would talk about murders and. And, and 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 robberies and stuff like that, and how the authorities caught him. And he'd always sit there going, "Well, that guy was an idiot. Can you believe he did this? Can you believe he did that?" And it's like, I, I think I think the movies give people a, a false impression of of like career criminals as as some sort of geniuses, because most of them are. I mean, yeah, every now and then you will get that really smart uh, Hannibal Lecter type of dude. But most of them are dumb people, especially people that are robbing banks. Because any smart person who's doing, a, who's planning a bank robbery, at some point, um, they will correctly add into their math the part where if you don't get away with the bank robbery, you will go to a tiny little cell for decades and decades and decades where you get fucked by the guy from Oz. So that will weigh into their equation, and they will be like, ah, "I'm not going to rob the bank." Well. I have two thoughts. Um, one, going back to what you started with, with movies, I think that movies do a very good, subtle job of showing bank robbers just a little, like, because you've never seen a bank robbery movie where it's dark in the background, like, oh, they're robbing this bank at night. You know, like, it's it's always daytime, and technically 8.45 in the morning is daytime, so, so they give them a little clue, like, the guy at least wasn't showing up at midnight, why is this bank closed? So, so you know, movies with... But here's the the last thing you were talking about. Yeah, I ever, guess. Do you ever hear the... Did you listen ever listen to the podcast Crime Town? Crime Town? Crime no. Town. Uh, oh, Crime good. Town. It was a very good podcast. They went in-depth in uh, on Rhode Island, I think Providence, just one one city, and talked about all the crime there, the, the, the mob, and, and I'm not even going to go into detail, but all of these mobsters, all of these uh, armored car robbers and bank robbers and guys that were thieves like you're talking about, you're right. They were not the brightest people. What they would do, they were kind of like the... the the fishermen you hear about, the crab fishermen on Super Catch or whatever the hell, Big Catch of the Day, those reality shows, where they can make 
you know, $10,000 in a bank robbery hall, or if they get, you know, a good shrimp boat, they, they make a ton of money, but then they blow it all immediately. And then they have to rob another bank or go back on the shrimp boat. But robbers were doing that. They were caught in the cycle. It's like, you'd think they would hit one armored car, pull in a million dollars and be like, fuck, I'm set. There were three of us. We each get uh, $250,000. We're great for 10 years, but within a couple months, they would... Please continue to hold. Your telemarketing bullshit is very important to us. All right, so we had a problem. What happened is uh, Jake had an alarm on his phone. It knocked his recorder offline. So we were talking about my news story of the week, and then we just went on this, we just went down this path and. None of it got recorded, so we're going to start over. It was, uh, yeah, that was, I, I'm sad. That was a good one. I feel I have brought great shame to the podcast just now because it was good. We There was well, twists, I, I, there was yeah, turns. But, but the th good thing is, is we can start right now with my overlooked news story, and we just know where we're going. It's just less organic. Go. I can find different things to read uh, because what happened, well, I'll tell you when we get there, listeners, what happened is now... It's planned. When 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 we were doing it, I said, wait, I'm going to do that. I'm going to jump online right now. And we just went off and running. Whereas now I've got the browser open and we're still going to do what we did. But I'm going to find a couple other things, if that makes sense. Yeah, this, if anything, it might be better. We might be able to find more and uh, entertaining things that we found. So here what happened was I started with I'm, I'm going to it might be an odd edit. Uh, we might be talking about banking and then it cuts out uh, because Jake's story about the, the bank robbers in Des Moines was his news story. Here's my overlooked news story. What I did was I might uh, see that's the fucking asshole thing. You can't hear it. But uh, my, my news story just had an autoplay video start. So I was I was listening to news. It probably didn't come through. But uh, my overlooked news story is I went different. Jake went small with his bank robbery. I went with a news story that I think listeners need to know about. I think uh, that this is a rate like, I think this should be a big news story for the world because I think it's important. And my news story, here's the headline. Untreatable super gonorrhea on the rise spread by oral sex, according to the World Health Organization. And I'll never forget <coughs> where I was during 9-11, and I'll never forget where I was when I found out about super gonorrhea, <laughs> the, uh, the, the gonorrhea that ended up uh, destroying all of mankind. Anyway, continue. Well, as I read... <laughs> Well, you you were sitting in your apartment when you heard about super. It'll be interesting for the listeners. Someone's driving his car and like needs to pull over to think about. Wow, super gonorrhea. Should I be worried? Yes, you should. Because as I was reading the article to the about also super gonorrhea was the shittiest Batman supervillain of all time. Yes, uh, and it probably they never should have made that 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 sequel with Val Kilmer. And it probably would gonorrhea. not uh, not be a good band name. Super gonorrhea would not be a band you would go see. Even if even a punk band that tries to be aggressive and get in your face. Not not the best, but no. And if you got an STD at a at a super gonorrhea show, well, that's that's on you, isn't it? That is true. Then that's uh, not ironic. Just sort of like uh, expected. So here's the article: seventy-eight million people catch gonorrhea every year, but the new antibiotic-resistant strain developed through a mistreatment of gonorrhea bacteria left in the throat after oral sex. Gonorrhea in the throat often looks like strep throat. So doctors prescribe standard antibiotics, which then mix with the bacteria, creating antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea. So 
what I was saying at the time was, yeah, good time to be married. Uh, Jake, lock down that girlfriend of yours. Get her hooked up because not not the best time to be single in the world with gonorrhea. It's not. I, I wonder if there's there's going to be a lot of our women listeners who are, are, are have a guy who they they kind of want to tie the knot with, but he's he's waiting. He's not he's not kicking that ring out and. They're just going to start leaving these apps on his phone or whatever. You know, just sort of sending him links to this or just uh, pulling it up on his phone, just kind of leaving it there. Like, oh, how'd that news story get there? Turns out people that ain't married are getting some kind of fucking bubonic plague in their necks from uh, oral sex. Well, we didn't. Uh, better get better get me a ring. <laughs> That's a good point. We didn't talk about this uh, when we were doing it earlier, but uh, here's a question. Which version of the super gonorrhea would be worse would you because it doesn't talk about it in the article would you rather be giving the blow job and get super gonorrhea in your throat or receiving a blow job and then get the super gonorrhea on your dick because you received the blow job are you kidding me i'd rather have it in my throat man i'd rather die than have something wrong with my dick <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy one. What do you, I really? Oh, so I can't perform oral sex for the rest of my life, but I can still receive oral sex and have sex. Like, are you what? What? Come on, man. It's an easy one. I didn't think of it. Well, there we go. See something different from what we didn't uh, record a minute ago that nobody can hear. Um, yeah, this is. If anything, I like the I like the updated version. Yes. I like I like the I like. Uh, uh, version 2.0 here. Well, this, this is, is a good one. Uh, what I did was that was my overlooked news story, and I tied it because I found another news story that we've talked about in the past. We, you and Jake and I, uh, listeners, know we have talked about Japan and their kinky sex and how they tentacle porn and anime and all weird shit. Well, uh, apparently the the if you like tentacle porn, you love it. If not, totally not your thing. Yes. Well. More men in Japan are turning to rubber romance, with real dolls uh, becoming more and more realistic. Uh, the, the Japanese men... Oh my goodness, I didn't read this part last time. Uh, this man, Mayasuki Ozaki, bought an unusual... Uh, oh, she did, oh, I was going to say... Because it says he has the dummy, which lives under the same roof as his wife and teenage daughter, is now the love of his life. I missed that one when I was reading it the first time. Uh, we were talking about lonely men that were buying these dolls because they were, you know, overweight, <laughs> Say you're sorry to your new stepmother. <laughs> I, she's real to me, and she's real to you while you're living under my roof. God damn it. I mean, here he's saying that the moment I saw it, Mayu, whatever he named her, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend Japanese people, but I can't pronounce the name. It was love at first Don't sight. Don't say you're sorry to Japanese people. Say you're sorry to the Japanese he doll. He takes He's the, the one doll who out in a wheelchair and dresses it in wigs, uh, dresses, and jewelry. When my daughter realized it was not a giant Barbie doll, she freaked out and found it disgusting. But now she's big enough to share her clothes. I missed that the first time through. Her, His oh, daughter man. shares clothes with the fuck doll. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why would you put that thing's been on your... Oh, oh my you just... God. Well, to be fair, what you just said, <laughs> that she's been... Sometimes daughters and mothers share clothes, and yes, dad's been on mom, too, so it's still gross and wrong either way. Yeah, but mom takes a shower, and I, I don't know, it's somehow 
fucking weird or that's I, true there's there's it's more just to, weird all the way around i can't believe i mean so what we were talking about in the last podcast listener the one that didn't get recorded is how this is the 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 single unattractive men are buying these dolls and i completely missed this segment of the story oh, oh god you need to ask permission before you wear my dolls clothes <laughs> Don't just steal my fuck doll's panties without asking. God damn it. Oh, see, Japanese women are cold-hearted, he said. Mayo is always here. I love her madly and want to stay with her forever. And uh, this I didn't think of the first time through, but right now... Is that my doll's lingerie you're wearing? God damn it, take it off. <laughs> this, uh, you didn't ask permission. It made me think of the movie... Fuck, I can't think of the title of it. Oh my God, I'm so pissed at myself. But it was it's the famous... Um, uh, Matthew McConaughey line, the nice thing about Japanese dolls is I keep getting older, they remain the same age. So he'll be uh, 70 and having sex with his doll. But So we were talking about, this is where we went uh, with the first show, is these things, it says here it costs $6,000, they can cost seven, eight, nine thousand dollars 9000 Jake, make the comment you made when we were first talking about this, the, the regret. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I want to see a video of a guy who gets one of these for the first time because maybe not watch like the for video, non-sexual but... purposes non-sexual purposes yes. i'm not going to be jacking off underneath a raincoat to this i am going to um i i, I just want to watch the look on his face after he finishes because as a dude you're never as not horny as you are right after you come so he's gonna know what a horrible uh, investment that $7,000 was right after he finishes. He's instantly going to go from, oh, this real doll is so real to, no, oh, I could have been a car. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Why'd I spend this money on it? Because it is uh, it is a horrible, horrible hack present uh, premise to talk about how men are ruled by their dicks, but we really are. I, I, I feel uh, women do not understand when you're in your 20s or a teenager and you get an erection or blue balls are real, you are, men lose the ability to think. And then the instant we come, life becomes clear again. And it's, it's, I used to do that with, with women I was dating where I would like jerk off to get a shot out of the way so that I wouldn't embarrass myself and come too quickly later. And sometimes if I didn't like the girl, I'd come from jerking off and go, well, now, now I don't want to spend time with her. Now I don't even like, I don't need to spend time with her because I've sure. already had there. But my wife, that's how I know I love my wife because I can beat off, you know, uh, and still like, like, oh, you know, I, my wife is coming home from work and I love her. Like. It's it's not just a sex thing like these stupid sex dolls. And here's another thing I missed. Yeah, that's that's why that's why um, that's why priests in the Netherlands used to jerk guys off at the altar, uh, <laughs> like right before they would say I do. They'd be like, okay, let me let's go in the confession booth for a bit. Nuts out of the way. Do you still want to say I do? Exactly, because you you. I mean, it's yeah, it's stronger for men. You know what I mean? That's why. Like you'll never. I'm not saying the need to come isn't stronger for it isn't strong for women, but it's stronger for men. That's why like women don't usually get arrested masturbating underneath raincoats while they look into yoga studios. Okay, that's not that's not a woman thing to do. Like it's if if you hear 
person was uh, arrested for masturbating under a raincoat looking into a yoga studio. You know what gender they were 100% of the time. Yes, that is true. I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad we're going back into the story because uh, what we did the first time is we just went down tangents and paths. Now I'm reading the story more. We just sort of took it at face value. Japanese men are fucking sex dolls. Uh, here's something I didn't mention the first time. I, H-Y-O-D-O Hodoyo. He lives alone and owns more than 10 life-size of these dolls. 10. That's 60,000 goddamn dollars. $6,000 a pop times 10, $60,000 he has spent on these dolls so that he can trade off and like, ooh, he's like a he's he's living out a Mormon fantasy, I guess. I have no idea. It, another well, one, 43-year-old blogger, it's more about connecting on emotional level for me right now. Emotional well, maybe, level maybe than sexual with a goddamn piece of plastic with a life-size Barbie doll. That's emotional to him. What is wrong with these people? All right, here's here's my theory on why that guy's got 10 of them. A, he's a freak. That goes without saying. Oh, yeah. um, B, uh, I can't imagine, like, I don't know how these things are made. Um, and, and the science that goes into a $7,000 sex toy, I'd imagine they, uh, they got a little more traction. They can, uh, they can take a bit more of a pounding, but as, as we found in our, in a later segment that we sort of stumbled into which, in the, which, in by the, the way, Jake, non-recorded episode, I do want to interrupt you right now. And I do want to tease our listeners given the time of, uh, what the last thing we did, I want to hold over what we did until next week. I don't even want to tell the listeners, listeners, we're going Fair to enough. tease you next week. We have an, we'll do an entire episode on what we did at the end of this one. Yeah. And that will be, That's, yeah. Cause, it Cause was, that thing had some, that had some legs on it. It that did. Some and we were just tearing it. through it on accident. Yeah. And because we, yeah. we stumbled across it. Now, listeners, we have plans. We have a game plan. We're going to go into yeah. this like Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. So I apologize for interrupting you. Uh, go ahead. No, that was a good call, man. Let's 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 uh, let's give him a little teaser and uh, and 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 hit this one right. You know, let this let this let this thing ripen on the vine. Yes. You know, but uh, I'm I'm guessing that uh, once you uh, lube up a rubber fuck doll and uh, you know have a good time with it. After even a higher end one, after about I don't know sixty, seventy times, uh, probably neither the front hole nor the back <laughs> hole are or the mouth uh, hole. Th- there's a there's a lot more hole there than there used to be uh let me just let me just put it that way it's uh it's holier than it once was it's uh holier than thou if you will so if, yeah I'm, I'm guessing he's got to get into it but he's okay, like but why I does spend... he need 10 at the same time other than living mm. out the mormon fantasy i get replacing one yes but you're getting inside the head of the guy who has 10 at once and it went, I mean, why does he keep it around? Maybe, maybe he likes making the earlier ones watch. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's that kind of freak. <laughs> Look at my younger, tighter you. <laughs> Look at it. I, I'm going to keep going through this story. Things we didn't read last time because of the the the, the sidetrack we took. Uh, here's another person. There, there are all these quotes in here from guys at bottom. My son accepts it. My daughter can't. Said Nakijama whose wife has banned his sex doll from the family home. So does he keep it in the tool shed out back, you know, with the lawnmower 
if where does he keep it at the office? If he doesn't, maybe he, he refuses. Maybe he right keeps here, it at a friend's he house. He refuses man. to. It's divided the family, but he refuses to give his sex doll up. My son accepts it. My daughter can't. It doesn't say where he keeps her. It just says that he must keep it in the office at work. That's that's what I'm guessing. Uh, he takes long lunches. In the uh, in the broom closet, that kind of thing. Here's here's the guy that has ten ten dummies. Um, people might think I'm weird. Yes, everyone thinks you're weird, but it's no different than collecting sports cars. I don't know how much I've spent sixty thousand dollars. I already did the math for you, but it's cheaper than a Lamborghini. <laughs> That's there's your logic. It's That's cheaper true. than a Lamborghini. But you look. You look way cooler riding your Lamborghini than you do riding your sex doll. Let me just let me just say that. I would rather have my girlfriend walk in on me fucking another real woman than fucking a real doll. Yes. That to me it's so much too more shameful. Like, I think she would rather walk in on me fucking another woman than fucking a real doll. Like, that's just so weird. Yeah. Well, the final part of the article uh, that, that I did not this – is, this is a wealth of information. I'm actually glad we came back to it. Technology has made great strides since the, in, the horrible inflatable dolls of the 1970s. They look incredibly real now, and you feel like you're touching human – Oh, skin. No, I'm just getting creeped out reading it. More well, yeah, and more people are buying them because they feel they can communicate with them. Well, of course they're better than the inflatable fuck dolls of the 1970s. Everything is. Today's cars are better than the big monstrosities of the 70s. Today's well, televisions yeah, I mean, are better. Today's computers. Everything's better than it was in the 1970s. We even have I remember super looking at my grandfather's now. inflatable gonorrhea fuck doll and just is laughing, today. you know? <laughs> yeah, even gonorrhea is stronger than it was in the old man's day. But no, dude, you know what? You know what I saw? I saw a video where they're apparently in Japan. They're making ones, uh, uh, sex dolls that that can talk and have AI and like answer questions and stuff. But I thought these people didn't. Uh, well, okay, maybe they do want to interact. Maybe they. I, I'm I'm just so confused because if you're single, maybe you do want to interact. But would, wouldn't the guys that are married? Wouldn't they be buying them just because they shut up? Like, that's a cheap hacking I mean, marriage I, joke. But I'm it's... not going to pretend to get inside the head of a man who spent $7 <laughs> on a fuck toy. So I can't tell you exactly 7, why they want it. But what I can tell you is that they've never seen a single Terminator movie ever. <laughs> yes. Like, really? Like You're yes. you're going to stick your dick in a cyborg? and it, <laughs> Like, that's a good idea? One you're talking to? Oh. Yeah. If I, dude, if a friend of mine ever gets one of those things... I'm not even going to make fun of him for it right away. What I'm going to do is I'm going to break into his house. Uh, I'm going to get good <laughs> gonna, with computers. You're going to hack I'm gonna ha- <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to hack the sex doll and make it to where it's doing its moaning thing. Ah, ah, ah. It's just going to switch and go, give it to me, John Connor. Give it to me like I'm the last woman on earth. Stretch my fake woman rubber robot vagina with your massive human flesh base do it oh i don't understand people i just don't all right uh listeners tune in next week uh because you're gonna hear something good if you now that we're gonna do a weekly segment of overlooked news story of the week if you have a news story you think we should talk about or that the uh regular media missed Send it to us. You can contact Jake through jakevever.com. You can contact me through nathantimmel.com. Um, 
please go on and review. Give us good reviews on Apple, Stitcher, anywhere you listen, and tell your friends to listen to us. And tune in next week for the special uh, podcast that was accidental today but did not get recorded, so we're bringing it next week. Thanks for tuning in. Later.